and welcome to Native Stories. Native Stories exists to share the voices of those connected to the land. Hello, uh, everybody out there. My name is Nepi Napoleon <laughs> with the Anu Inui Canoe Club. And so, where are you from, Uncle Nepi? Well, I was born and raised in Oahu over here on the island. And uh, even my parents were... My parents all from here, but my grandparents they from the Big Island. My dad's side is all from Kauai, so oh, okay. got them all under control. <laughs> and what did they do when, um, as you were growing up? What was their jobs, or and ocean-wise, what, what? How were they a part of it? Well, my dad didn't do much paddling, and my mom, not not much paddling. I think I'm the only one. Yeah? You have plenty of brothers, sisters? I have brother and sister, but they they all was in their own their own uh, things, crew, whatever they yeah. did. Never paddle. Never did paddle. So how did you get started with paddling? Well, I can share with you on this because I don't care what anybody say. I'm <laughs> old already. So I know. I'm the luckiest man in the world. When I was young, when I was young with my cousin, I was the Lolo in the family. Honest to God, I never went to high school. I think I only went to sixth grade, and I ended up going down the beach. And uh, like I said, uh, I was a low low. And uh, so that's how I got started. I went down to the beach. Which you know. beach is that? I went down at Waikiki where uh, I was well, Steamboat Mokowai's uh, family for my, my, my mother. My mother's sister married a steamboat. Okay. And then... Um, so I started going down the beach there, and Dad, well, I know Duke. I used to carry Duke's board, wow. big surfboard in the water, rabbit, get car, George down, and all that. Uh, and are these beach boys? These guys are beach boys, or are um, they just surfers? Uh, there was a beach boy, beach okay. boys. There was beach boys down there, yeah. So you skip school, go hang out at the beach, surf, make some money? Well, I went down, like I said, when I got... I think I was the youngest captain down there. I was down there. I had to learn how to steer, steamboat them, okay. or taught me and teach how to surf. Okay. surf. So you were steering the, the canoes? I was steering, and at that time, the canoes wasn't like the canoes today, the, the surf canoes. We had the kamui. It was like about 600 pounds. Oh. Wooden canoe. We only had wooden canoes those days. Oh, wow. And then eventually the fiberglass boats came in. Yeah. Uh, so what club, what canoe club were you at first? Well, when I first got started, I used to go down the beach with my, I had one of the cousins, my cousins, Francis Napoleon. He used to paddle for Hui Kalia up the Hawaii. At that time, they had only Hui Nalo there, Helani and Hui Kalia, three mm-hmm. canoe clubs at the Hawaii. Oh, now you got, whoa, millions of canoes up there. <laughs> but anyway... That's when I got started. I have to know, what did the Alawai look like back then? Oh, Alawai was good because when we went early, when we were young, we used to swim in there, you know. And I remember when we were young, my parents used to have a place nearby the Alawai, and we used to go catch the ama crab. They would eat them raw, you know, all that. But now you don't want to eat nothing raw, <laughs> and you don't want to even swim in there. Okay, so you started at that club, and then how did um, you get to, what was your path to Anuinui? 
Well, actually, when when I was at the, the club, I went to a surf club after that. Steamboat was racing with the surf club, so he took me at the, I was only like about 11 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, well, I was lucky because before they, they didn't have our age group. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the only crew they had racing in the sprint race was the 16 and unders, I think. And I only was like about 11, 12, but not too many guys battled at that time. So I would go down, train with them, so they would eventually use me because they had nobody else. <laughs> so you started steering, but did you steer when you were um, racing? No, I didn't steer till quite a bit. bit When I was uh, young, only was paddling. Paddling didn't steer till I started going down the beach. But you're, I mean, 11 years old, you knew how to, and what, what, how old were you when you started steering down there? Well, actually 12 I could steer really, but not yeah. for races, yeah. yeah. Not for races, but Waikiki? Yeah. They had you in the boat steering in Waikiki? No, not, not Waikiki. Not till I came home, maybe what, about 16, and then I started learning how to take surf canoes, catching waves like yeah. that, yeah. That's a big responsibility. Yeah, that was, that was, that was fun. So ta- what is your first, um, the crossing, did that, was that starting already, the first Molokai? Well, I, I tried out when I was uh, 16, I tried out for Molokai. Yeah. When, and at that time, didn't have much battles before those days, you know. And if you, so I used to go with the older guys, so you know, and they never had enough guys, so I go with fit in. But and thinking that oh, I'm going to be in the crew, but then they gave me the. They tell me after that oh, I'm too young, cannot go in the race. I was too young, so I was 16. Then 17. When I was 17, the following year, we was kind of beating our open crews, my oh. the 17 under crews. So we ended up. Battling in the Molokai, that was our first race. I battled with, uh, well, some of the old timers like, uh, uh, Blue Makua, Tachikino, you know, all the guys that battled with them. Because we had few young guys and older guys. How many, how many crews were there that year, do you remember? And what was your experience? Your first Molokai experience? Well, the first Molokai race was a good because what happened? I had my crew we was uh, 17 underwear like James Coco, Randy Chan and uh, and we all decided when we was that evening we decided that we're not going to change we're going all away <laughs> you know we have a paddle a race yet we decided because once you get out they're not going to let you come in so we're not going to change so anyway so we figured this guy uh James Coco, we figured he's the first guy going to get out. We know, guaranteed, <laughs> you know. So anyway, so Blue Maku was steering us. He was steering us. So he told us, and prior to that, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kailua guys won the, the race the year before that. Before that. So anyway, he said, once we get in the front, then we stay in the boat. So anyway... Right on. So once the race started, we was ahead. So we said, okay, right on. We ain't going to get We young, too. We ain't going to get out. So we paddled, paddled, paddled. And just about halfway, one of our friends, he got he got tired. He had to get out. Where did you guys start from? From Haleolono. Okay. 
wait, excuse me, it wasn't in Hollywood, it was Kavakio. Uh-huh. Kavakio is way up by the hotel side. Uh, Kulakoi? Yeah, area? on that side. The, the north side. Yeah, yeah, on that side. Oh, okay. But no, that's where you can, you can see, uh, Oahu, right? Uh, uh, depends, I you guess. Know, yeah, you know where the hotels over there stay facing Oahu. You just go a little bit more up. So where they have the one-man races now? Over there, but further more up. Oh, further, further, further yeah, more. Yeah, oh. further more up. They used to have the race all the time over there. So anyway, we he had to get out. So I was joking, and my friend was Randy number two, but this guy, uh, Makua, he had to get out. So Blue told me, what do you think? So I told him, ah, leave him in a boat. We, we was all pretty close, as guys, yeah. Leave him in a boat, you know. <laughs> so we paddled with him in a boat. Do you guys have water? Oh, we get water. They 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 bring the water for us. Yeah, they jump in the water, give us water. And then uh, we paddle, paddle. We're doing studio ahead. Then the second guy gave up. (laughs) Now this was getting kind of (laughs) rough, so we ended up changing, changing. She changed two guys. Anyway, we lead. Then they kind of. I'm not making excuses, but they kind of bug me for come out because we can make <laughs> because we can make changes in and yeah, out. Yeah, eh? yeah. But uh, I still stayed in over. But anyway, to make the story short, this guy Coco, the one we thought he was going to be the first, yeah. he was the last guy got yeah. out. Soon I got out, then he got, he out. got out. Where is this? Like Rabbit Island? Uh, no, by Port Lock. Oh, Port, Port Lock already. Yeah, Port Lock, yeah. That's what five, four, five hours yeah. in. Yeah. Oh he my got goodness. Out. But but it was uh, we enjoy. <laughs> That's a good race. Where did you guys stay on the island? You guys camp and stuff? You know, no mind me. I don't know if I was that <laughs> No mind me, but at one time, the Aloha Week, they used to run the Molokai race. And for your entry fee, if I'm not mistaken, it was maybe like, maybe I'm wrong, about 200 something dollars entry fee for the Molokai race. Here's what they do for you. When you go up Saturday, rig your boat. They have a lunch for you. In the evening, king and queen, the court come up, have entertainment up there. We have dinner. Okay? Then, next morning, we have breakfast in the morning. And then, we paddle across, come out here, the Hawaiian village here. Then, we have medal awards, we have something to eat. Then, years later went by, what happened? If I'm not mistaken, one of the banks, Bank Hawaii or whoever, they gave X amount of hundreds of dollars money to the Canoe Association. So the right thing would have been give that money to Aloha Week, which I heard they wanted, you know, money. And what they do, they support all our organization, the Hawaiian. But they said no. So Aloha Week bowed out. And then now the we suffer. Took the race. They took the race, so we suffer now. <laughs> you know, we pay what? Almost eight, nine hundred dollar entry fee. You get nothing. You know, you gotta pay your canoe up. But whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, okay, that was your first race. Um, how did you get from? So that was Waikiki Surf Club, yeah. So how did Anui Nui's? Well, right now. We've been in uh, Anui Nui been 36 years. 36 years. 1983. 
and other clubs they did go and say, I think maybe he had maybe four or five clubs. And it was kind of temporary, temporary uh, what do you call it, where they're not going ready to cancel, yeah, yeah, temporary yeah. cancel. So anyway, we raced it. We turned over two times. You know, I, I got movies of that where they showed a wave passing us. Outrigger got into trouble, and they, I think what they did was wrong. They were trying to put the canoe on a boat, and so big the waves banged the boat. And so, yeah, I got movies of the canoe down, down here where it's all broken. But, but it's real nice they fixed them up. And uh, I think Stu Kalamarim lost the canoe. They lost, lost the canoe. Kailua. Uh, Stu Kalama. Yeah, they're from Kailua, Kailua side. Yeah, yeah, they're from Kailua. They lost, they the, lost their canoe. The canoe, yeah. What, what kind of canoes were these? Kua, all Kua canoes. Never had fiberglass. And we turned over two times, and we got out, but we ended up doing, we ended up winning the race. Yeah, so. Oh, my goodness. So I know forget, never forget that race. Yeah. So what do you think um, for the future of um, paddling? What do you hope for? What do you want for the future generation? How do you want it to expand? Well, <clears throat> I kind of hope maybe they should make another category in canoe Molokai race where maybe race Molokai to here just with six men. And if you can get a good sponsor, bring the best from all the different states, the best battlers, you know. Yeah. The association know who's the best, you know. And race just six men, no cheaper that way. You don't need big escort boat and, and all this guy, you know. And you gotta train, you know. Today you can make changes in a canoe. Plenty guys they don't train, you know, that kind, you know. What about on on an unlimited or a regular canoe? Well, I'm not all for the unlimited, you know, unlimited. Unless, uh, you know, I would think maybe. Well, depend. You can either, if you want to stay in core, you can use. But uh, no mind me, uh, being honest, core canoes is not, uh, how should I say, not even. Because all different shapes, some shorter, some long. So the best thing, if to be, in other words, that race, everything would be like a professional deal. So you get a canoe where everybody got the same kind of canoe, yeah. you know. And how you get the same canoe when you have fiberglass. You know, like the real sprints, everybody uses the same canoe. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you get different canoes, it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. What I I'm confused. What is a regular canoe? Because Okra or HCRA has what they call a spec spec boat. What is that? Well, like say, don't mind me. Before we use only core canoes, and the core canoes was four hundred to six hundred and weight. You know, all the weight, all different designs. So when you look at it, when you get older, talk about all this high-tech culture, it's not fair because one canoe is faster than the other, you know. That's why it's... Uh, and money, right? And, your money and, can and, buy all kinds of canoes. Yeah, right? money. So like I said, if, uh, you know, if you go race a fiberglass or what design you, know, you like, you know, there's all different design, you know, whatever they decide, yeah. But like on the unlimited canoe, uh, only thing I against on the unlimited canoe, what they should do for me is put our identity. This canoe is not not our identity. It's a canoe, but that probably from the mainland. They, they, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
we Hawaii, we want our identity, we do put the manus on and all that, you know, put that kind. Then, you know, I'm is all for it. Hawaii the only um, place that has the manus? I pretty, well, they made canoes uh California, and now what happened is that, uh, well, they copied the manus, but now as years go by, everybody got their own thinking now, you know, and then now they put in self-bailers, you know. That kind is how do you learn how to bail canoe and all that kind without if no. And I haven't used a self-bailer one, but if I not understand, if you go too slow, the water come back in the boat. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, yeah. You get the puka, the mm. ventri- venturi or something like that, yeah. get the puka at the bottom. And no mind me yakking, but they bring all these kinds of self-bailer. They think that's all the ideas, but I don't mind sharing with you. George Downing who is the man in paddling, George Downing. He had a paddle board. This is, I was like only 17 years old, and I used to race paddle board. And he had a paddle board where you sit your knee wells, the knee wells, you mm. go on your knees and paddle. It's like a box where you put your knees in. Yeah. And then when you race in, now the water go in. Mm. He had a self a deal where the water go out. Oh. So that's old stuff. They yeah, thought yeah. about that a long time, George Downing yeah. figured out. Yeah. So uh, is there anything for the, um, you know, kind of what you want to leave behind uh, when co- people come down to here at Anue Nui? What do you want people to know about this place, taking care of it, the work, the effort? Well, we've been pretty lucky over here. We've been pretty lucky. We used to get a, get our permit to the state and then... Uh, stay here maybe about six years ago the hotel started trimming the coconut trees before the state come here they trimmed the whole time this is we planted these trees here you planted these trees yeah only that tall one is an old timer the state they come trim the trees so maybe like five six years ago the hotel come trim my trees so I went to school a manager told me it's my trees what you think so I, I don't know what this, but I was telling my son, I know I have to worry. They got to worry when yeah, I'm gone, you know. Gone. Yeah. So that, that's what happened, yeah. yeah. Okay. But then, like I was sharing you, why I'm so lucky because, one, like I wasn't too smart in school. And then now I have a big family because I have a good wife. You got to have a good wife to have a, be lucky like me, you know. So, and I'm I'm one of the luckiest guy because you know when come on issues, smart issues, they talk about you know my bills, all of that. And my wife does all that. Yeah. You know she's she's she teach. She was a she got all the degrees. She was a teacher. What kind of degrees? Did all, she, get? she get all, all whatever degree doctorate. <laughs> she get a doctorate, yeah. everything. And but when come to paddling, I'm the boss. You know what I mean? But but all this, so we don't argue. She you was a surfer too, right? My wife was a good surfer, yeah. good paddler. There was a, she raced the first Molokai race. Oh. They raced the first Molokai race. Yeah, so that's why I'm lucky. Strong, strong, she's strong woman. She's strong, she's strong, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Uncle Nafi. Thank you, I hope. Thank you for listening to us on Native Stories. Navigate through location-based stories on our Native Stories mobile app. 
You can find it on Apple and Android stores under Native Stories. Go check them out and leave a review and tell your family and friends. If you have a story you would like us to tell or want to sponsor a future podcast, location story, or walking tour, please email us at info at nativestories.org. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook under username Our Native Stories.